Let's take our Bibles and go to uh, 1 Corinthians chapter number 13 tonight. Uh, we're going to begin there, and, but we're going to be jumping to uh, four different uh, guess passages of Scripture tonight and looking at um, uh, role models for mothers. And uh, I think it's important that uh, everyone has role models. I, uh, I uh, you know, uh, thinking about preaching about moms or how to be a good mom or whatever, uh, I've never been one. Uh, myself, and so the examples that I can give you come from uh, the examples that I see in life, uh, as well as, of course, uh, the examples in Scripture. And uh, when it comes to being a good mom or parent, a good Christian, for that matter, uh, it all begins with love. Uh, and I think, uh, as a if I when I talk about the the virtues or the character traits or vital behaviors of the role models that we'll show tonight in Scripture, uh, I think probably one of the greatest things that anyone can do uh, in parenting is to love their, uh, love their children. Uh, the Bible says this in uh, verse number 4 of 1 Corinthians 13, Charity suffereth long and is kind. And, and we'll just read through these, uh, but our focus will be uh, on uh, verse number 13. Uh, Charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up. And doth not behave itself unseemly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth, beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Charity never faileth, but whether there be prophecies, they shall fail, whether there be tongues, they shall cease, whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part, we prophesy in part, but when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Uh, and now I know in part, but then uh, shall I know even as I also am known. And now abideth faith, hope, and charity, these three. Uh, but the greatest of these is charity. And so uh, we find uh, in this love chapter in the Bible uh, a bunch of uh, qualifiers or descriptions of what love is. Uh, I, you know, I think every uh, mom loves, when you think of the emotion of love, uh, loves their children. Every father does. Every, uh, you know, uh, that's just part of uh, our makeup. Uh, but love is action. Love is doing. It's just not saying or being. Uh, it has action, and this describes for us uh, many of the things that, uh, that love, um, love does. Uh, and when I look at role models in the Bible, I think all of them uh, that we'll give tonight, the four uh, mothers uh, that we'll point out, uh, all of them love, love their children. Uh, in fact, did very um, difficult things, uh, both in uh, the you know uh, preparation, and we'll talk about Hannah just a little bit because uh, we did more uh, so this morning, so a little bit tonight. Uh, and uh, we they they had vital behaviors, character traits, characteristics uh, that uh, that kind of set them apart as examples in the Bible, and we need that. The Bible says that uh, that the elder to teach the younger. Uh, I think we are to model. Uh, vital, good behaviors for uh, our young people. Uh, probably one of the greatest things to help um, young moms uh, learn uh, how to be uh, good mothers uh, comes from their moms and grandmothers, uh, but I think also other ladies uh, in the church. Uh, and uh, if you are to study uh, things about behaviors and vital behaviors or uh, things or stuff that's called uh, vicarious experience, 
Uh, people say they live, they're living vicariously uh, through their children. Uh, for example, maybe you didn't make it as a professional athlete and, and you think your kids are going to make it, and so, uh, so you uh, live vicariously through them. Uh, but living vicariously or vicarious experience uh, is seeing another person's um, performance of behavior. That's what we're going to look at uh, tonight. Uh, and so it's important to find uh, those uh, people that we can live vicariously through, uh, but then we look for things called positive deviance. Uh, this is, uh, if somebody says you're a deviant, it's usually not a good thing, uh, but, uh, but you can be a positive deviant. Uh, it's when everybody is in the same boat, but, some, in, uh, but something that's happening to other people is not happening to that person or something positive is happening to them. Uh, there's something that they're doing uh, that other people aren't doing, all right? And so as I try to be a pastor, it's a long kind of, in, uh, in, uh, I guess, introduction uh, before the, uh, the singing here, uh, but uh, I read a book uh, by James uh, Keller about Psalm 23 and shepherds. Uh, if I want to learn how to be a, a good shepherd, I look at shepherds in the Bible. Uh, if I want to be a good father, I look at fathers in the Bible. So we're going to look at some vital behaviors, some positive deviance uh, in Scripture, things that people did uh, that we can identify, and then we can appropriate those for life, both moms and dads tonight, and I hope that it'll help you, and uh, my message will probably be shorter than uh, that introduction. Let's pray uh, tonight. Heavenly Father, I pray that you bless uh, this special here uh, in a moment, that you would use it to speak to our hearts and prepare us for the message tonight. Uh, but Lord, that we might learn of you from Scripture and the examples that you give to us there, uh, not just moms, but dads, all of us, these character traits that are uh, vital in uh, who you have given to us as examples of godly mothers, uh, but also uh, for everyone else, uh, the application can be made. Uh, bless us, please, tonight from your word, in Jesus' name, uh, amen.
Amen. Thank you for that. All right. Back in 1 Corinthians 13, also find 1 Samuel. Thank you for that song. That was good. There's no, no crying around here. Uh, and, uh, and so thank you. Thank you for that, uh, that song. As I mentioned, the one word really that epitomizes a Christian motherhood is love. And I want to encourage you uh, for, for sake of time. Uh, as you go down in 1 Corinthians 13 to look at each thing that love does. The Bible says charity suffereth long in his, uh, in his kind. So uh, every action uh, that a parent, a mom, a dad should have for their children should be prompted by love. But uh, we live in a day and time where uh, we're confused about what uh, the definition of love might be. So this chapter, 1 Corinthians 13, is a great place to start. Uh, so take each one and, uh, and, uh, and look at each different thing. And then ask yourself the question, uh, am I loving uh, my children? Am I loving my family like the Bible wants me to love? And uh, so <clears throat> we, of course, need a role model. So a role model uh, is a person looked to by others as an example to be imitated. Uh, I uh, went ahead uh, and did a Google search. I just put role model, <laughs> role model into the Google engine, uh, and you would, you're probably not surprised at what came up. A lot of um, athletes, uh, a lot of celebrities. Uh, uh, the four ladies I'm going to mention tonight didn't come up uh, on uh, the first bunch of pages, uh, probably won't come up for a whole lot of uh, pages as you were to scroll down. And so when we think about role models today, uh, we, uh, the world really, and, and, and not just the world, I think a lot of Christians, uh, we put on a pedestal uh, people uh, who, um, who for all intents and purposes uh, are entertainers. Uh, and, uh, and, and by the way, they, you know, everybody looks up to, you know, everybody has somebody that looks up to them. So I'm not, you know, saying that a professional athlete or a celebrity or whatever cannot be a role model. Uh, but, I, but I will say that many of the people who popped up uh, as, uh, as expressions or whatever of role models or pictures, names, etc., uh, have a whole lot going on in their life that isn't something to look up to, all right? Uh, and as a parent, uh, I think it's important that you point uh, your young people to uh, proper role models. Uh, and, uh, and they, you know, and it could be somebody who's popular, uh, you know, whatever, a politician even or whatever. Uh, they could be a role model, but let's try to focus on pointing them to people in Scripture uh, that we know God has placed in there for that express purpose uh, to learn uh, from their life. Uh, so uh, role models tonight is what we're going to look at briefly. Back into 1 Samuel in chapter number 1, and we won't uh, uh, spend a lot of time here uh, because we did, of course, this morning uh, in probably one of the greatest examples, a role model that God has given us in the Bible uh, for a mom is Hannah. Uh, her name means grace and uh, compassion. And, uh, and uh, we will just read her prayer. Look at verse number 9. So Hannah rose up after they had eaten in Shiloh and after they had drunk. And now Eli, the priest, sat upon the seat by the post of the temple of the Lord. And she was in bitterness of soul and prayed unto the Lord and wept sore. She vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if thou wilt indeed look on the affliction of thine handmaid and remember me and not forget thine handmaid, but wilt give unto thine handmaid a man child, then I will give him unto the Lord all the days of his life. And there shall no razor uh, come upon his head. Uh, I believe uh, as uh, we look at 
uh, love as an expression of a, of a parent or a virtue or a characteristic that, uh, that, that is the epitome of characteristics uh, for being uh, a godly mother, godly father uh, to our children. And by the way, love, love covers a multitude of sins. And uh, you look through the, uh, the, uh, all those descriptions that God gives us. Uh, there's so many things uh, that we can apply to our life. And uh, by the way, that I wish as a uh, growing up as a young person that, uh, that I was always the recipient of all those different things. And uh, that's important. Uh, we, uh, if you are also to look up role models or quotes about role models uh, on the internet, uh, one of the things you'll come by uh, straight away uh, are some descriptions uh, of people quoting um, the difficult things that they had gone through or seen uh, and how they wish for those things to be different. Uh, we, God gives us examples that we can glean from uh, to hopefully uh, change those patterns. She was a, Hannah was a praying mother. Uh, you know, love is important, but I think prayer uh, is a vital behavior. If you're to look at uh, successful uh, parents, uh, successful families, uh, the, I saw the, um, a family that we know uh, from Illinois uh, that posted a picture. They were all uh, praying together. It was the grandparents, uh, Dr. S.M. Davis and his wife and uh, several of uh, their children and, and, uh, and I guess, sons-in-law and, and et cetera, grandchildren. Uh, and they said this very famous kind of saying, uh, and it's this, uh, a family that prays together stays together. Uh, prayer is a vital behavior. Every single uh, example that you can think of in your life uh, of a role model when it comes to being a mom or a dad or a parent, uh, it begins with prayer. She was also a praising mother. We see her praising God in chapter number two uh, and uh, proclaiming uh, the goodness of God. Uh, we're not going to do, I wanted to have a testimony time. We, we've got to kind of wait until uh, we're together to, to do too much of that because of just the, the sound issues and, uh, and whatnot or the camera uh, in going around so other people can see that. Uh, but I, I think it's vital uh, for, uh, for us to praise God for all that God has been doing. We've been doing a little bit of it. Uh, online and uh, with uh, some of the, the different uh, formats uh, and just saying, here's what God has taught us. Uh, but uh, God taught uh, Hannah a pretty straightforward, important message and lesson uh, in her life. And uh, the biggest one is to wait uh, on the Lord. And, but we're not very good uh, on waiting. But uh, if we want a role model uh, on accepting the, uh, what God has given us in our life, if we want a role model that teaches us how to, to be patient and kind uh, through complaints and grief and difficulties and the provocations and things we talked about uh, this morning, uh, many, many people go through things that are not a, a function of, of, of sin or a result of, of something bad in their life uh, that they've done. Uh, it's just God, God's plan for them. Uh, and Hannah is a great role model. We said a lot about that uh, today. Of course, her son, Samuel, uh, was the, uh, the uh, judge and uh, the uh, prophet who uh, was the one who anointed the first uh, two kings uh, of Israel, Saul uh, and David. Uh, it was a wonderful man that served God. And, and I look forward to the day to be able to meet someone like Samuel uh, when we get to heaven. It's going to be a wonderful uh, time when we get there uh, and just uh, to be able to, uh, to finally see and meet 
the people that uh, we read about, obviously, in Scripture. Turn to Exodus chapter number 2 uh, quickly, and uh, we'll uh, jump to a couple different passages tonight. This is a, a role model uh, that I want to give us uh, this evening, uh, and it's uh, a lady by the name of Jochebed. Uh, Jochebed was uh, Moses' mom. Uh, and I love this story. And, uh, and before I read it, let me preface the story uh, with this, is that uh, what, she, what, uh, what she did that I'm going to call clever <laughs> uh, might be what another person would call manipulative. All right. Uh, I look at it as being clever. Uh, thinking outside of the box would be another way to put it. Uh, and, uh, and I love this story and how it unfolds. Let's read it uh, in verse number one of Exodus chapter number two. And uh, her name, by the way, means Jehovah uh, is glory, the mother of Moses. And there went a man, in verse one, the house of Levi, and took to wife a daughter of Levi. And the woman conceived and bare a son. When she saw him that he was a a goodly child, she hid him three months. When she could no longer hide him, she took for him an ark of bulrushes and daubed it with slime and uh, with pitch and put the child therein. And she laid it in the flags by the river's bank. Uh, So stop there for just a second. Uh, We could get into all kinds of things about the care uh, that she had given to this preparation. I don't don't think that she was endangering uh, the child, uh, the pitch and how it was uh, would repel water and would cover uh, even uh, the flags, uh, excuse me, the, uh, the slime and the pitch and the bulrushes and all that. Uh, it was just something that was safe. Uh, and we know, by the way the story goes, that she was close by and that there was a plan uh, that they had hatched, uh, which I think is awesome. Verse number four, uh, and his sister uh, stood afar off to wit, uh, that would be done to him. So the uh, the daughters of Pharaoh would uh, would the daughter of Pharaoh would go down to bathe at the Nile River. Uh, they knew that that's exactly where she would be. Uh, so they put Moses in the bulrush and sent him down through. And uh, and Moses' sister uh, went around, just kind of watching, probably from a, a short distance, uh, to make sure that she could time. Uh, the her uh, response and what she might say uh, to the daughter of Pharaoh uh, and said in uh, verse 5, the daughter of Pharaoh came down to wash herself at the river and her maidens walked along by the river's side and when she saw the ark among the flags, uh, she sent her maid to fetch it. And when she had opened it, she saw the child and behold, the babe wept and she had compassion on him and said, this is one of the Hebrews' children. Uh, Then said his sister to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and call thee a nurse of the Hebrew women, uh, that she may nurse the child for thee? And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Go. And uh, the maid went and called the child's mother. Uh, And Pharaoh's daughter said unto her, Take this child away and nurse it for me, and I will give thee thy wages. Uh, And the woman uh, took the child and nursed it. Uh, And the child grew, and she brought him unto Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. And she called uh, his name Moses, uh, and she said, because I drew him out of the water. Love that. Uh, and so uh, put him in the, in the little ark and uh, off he floated. And uh, sister just kind of watching. And uh, as uh, the daughter of Pharaoh goes down, oh, uh, what's this? Well, it's a baby. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and she said, oh, it's one of the Hebrew children. And Moses' sister goes, hey, 
I know it would be a great idea. Uh, why don't I go over to the Hebrew ladies and see if, uh, if there's somebody who can uh, take care of this baby? Hey, great idea. Uh, go uh, and, and find out. Uh, and, of course, she went and got um, uh, Moses' mom, uh, and she got to raise uh, her son uh, and, uh, and that way. And I think that's just a wonderful, clever uh, thing, which gets me to my uh, character trait or vital behavior about Jochebed and how she is a great example uh, of a mother who is resourceful, uh, resourceful, uh, courageous. Yes, I mean, uh, they were, she was raising him in the time that she did have uh, him that uh, wasn't uh, Pharaoh's daughter uh, in defiance of uh, the uh, Pharaoh uh, and the decree that he had made. Uh, and she was clever. She was consecrated. She knew uh, exactly uh, what it was that she needed to do. She loved her child and she did uh, what she could to protect him. And by the way, um, all of us have seen stories. Uh, uh, we know people uh, who have uh, maybe perhaps given up a child for adoption or, uh, or some type of circumstance where it was very difficult uh, for the mother of the child, the biological mother, uh, but for the child's best interest, uh, to uh, they they had given up the child, uh, and that child was raised in another's home. Another home. Uh, this is unique in the sense that uh, Jacobed was right there uh, alongside of him. Uh, and one of the things I think is super awesome about that story uh, is uh, that uh, Pharaoh um, foot the bill. Uh, to raise uh, <laughs> Moses, uh, who ultimately uh, would be uh, the great emancipator uh, of the children of Israel. Uh, and, and I just think that's a, a great uh, kind of sub-story uh, to the whole thing. Uh, paying it, uh, the money, raising them up, uh, teaching them uh, all the ins and outs of, uh, of uh, Egyptian uh, law. And so when uh, he came back, uh, to do what God had called him to do. Uh, he was very well versed in it. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and hopefully, at some point along the way, um, he realized that. Uh, I, I hope that uh, that, <laughs> uh, that was very clear uh, to him. Uh, so we find uh, a couple role models. Uh, one's Hannah. Uh, she was a praying mother, a praising mother, a proclaiming mother, uh, who raised Samuel, uh, who was a wonderful man of God, uh, who in his, uh, his own right uh, is a great role model, model for every one of us. And then we find uh, Jochebed, the mother of Moses, resourceful mother who was courageous, clever, consecrated, uh, who raised probably the most famous um, uh, you know, man in Israel's history, uh, the man Moses, who under inspiration of God, obviously the first five books of the Bible, uh, and he led the nation of Israel out of bondage uh, into the land of promise, uh, and uh, all uh, in part uh, because uh, a resourceful, clever mom did what she could to make sure uh, that her child got through uh, the danger, uh, and, and then selflessly, uh, lived in a way apart and not really, I mean, uh, Pharaoh's uh, daughter's first act was to name him Moses uh, because she drew him from the water. Uh, what a wonderful example. Second uh, Timothy chapter number one. Second Timothy chapter number one. Uh, we're going to look at our third role model tonight. By the way, there are, are more in Scripture, uh, and there are more that, you know, I think that, uh, you know, we have a lot of great role models for moms in our church. 
uh, and uh, many ladies who have raised children uh, and uh, did a wonderful job. It's all the grace of God, by the way, when we raise, uh, when we raise children. Uh, but uh, thankful for all the role models that we have in our church. Uh, even, uh, even my wife, who didn't pay attention this morning in the car, uh, was a poor role model, <laughs> distracted by uh, baby Emma. Uh, and uh, we'll give her a pass, though, uh, on that. And I'm thankful for, I'm thankful for the uh, example that uh, uh, our grandmas, moms uh, in church, uh, and how they love the Lord, and how our young ladies can look to them. And by the way, um, uh, moms uh, of and dads of young ladies in our church, uh, you are or should, as I mentioned earlier, uh, look out uh, or look for vital behaviors. Uh, a uh, a mom or a grandma in church uh, that they have by positive deviance something that they have done. Uh, in raising their own children uh, that is outside the norm, perhaps, uh, that is a positive thing uh, that perhaps other people aren't doing, and you need to point to that example and lift them up as role models uh, in their life. Uh, and, and we uh, can learn so much from one another. In 2 Timothy, in chapter number 1, uh, we have another role model here, uh, and her name is Eunice. Uh, look at uh, verse number, oops, I'm in the wrong spot here, Second Timothy, chapter number 1 and verse number 5. When I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and in thy mother Eunice, and I am persuaded that in thee also. Uh, Eunice uh, means blessed uh, with victory. Uh, and uh, the vital behavior or character trait uh, that I see in her and why she is a great role model uh, is that she was a disciplining and indoctrinating mother. A disciplining and indoctrinating mother. Uh, here's uh, a phrase that, uh, that I can't stand to hear uh, from people when they say this about, uh, about children who have been raised in church. They would say, you are brainwashing your children. You're brainwashing your children. You just can't stand it. In fact, it's almost fighting words to me. And, uh, and you can get me going straight away uh, when uh, you say those types of things. You know what you ought to be doing uh, with your children? Uh, you ought to be indoctrinating them. Uh, you ought to be teaching them the Word of God from the, 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 as earliest as you can uh, and continue to do so at every, at every juncture throughout their, uh, their, their life, as long as they're with you, uh, doing the best you can to make sure that they're getting Bible, that they're disciplined uh, in reading and praying. Timothy, uh, who uh, this pastoral epistle uh, is written to, Timothy, who Paul uh, loved and uh, who served the Lord and served Paul, uh, who is probably one of the, uh, the... Everybody listen to that for just a second. Just take it all. Just take it all in. All right. Uh, and uh, uh, is a uh, Eunice is a role model, a role model for all of us uh, to uh, to follow. So we find Hannah, uh, we have uh, Jochebed, uh, we have Eunice, and then uh, lastly tonight let's turn to Proverbs and uh, Proverbs thirty one, uh, and we'll spend a, a couple of minutes here uh, on this one. Uh, if you've been here for any length of time, you've heard me preach on Proverbs thirty one. And I can't go into length, uh, but Lemuel, uh, who is uh, in verse number one of Proverbs 31, the, uh, the words of King Lemuel, the prophecy that its mother taught him. Uh, King Lemuel is Solomon, all right? 
Uh, so not, you know, the story we understand of David and Bathsheba, uh, where, uh, where that wasn't a good, a good start, obviously, and uh, God uh, they, uh, judged them, and, uh, and uh, that whole story started out in adultery. Uh, but the woman that Solomon is writing about in Proverbs 31 uh, is his mom. Uh, and, uh, and, and probably uh, a, one of the greatest truths uh, in Scripture, uh, one of the greatest kind of aha moments, takeaway moments, I think, for, uh, for women in particular, to realize that a woman who we first see in Scripture uh, as being adulterous, uh, and, uh, and all that was involved with all that, uh, through the grace of God and through time, uh, became a mother uh, who, who God has placed in Scripture uh, as an example of virtue. Uh, that should give hope uh, to every single uh, mom, every single woman that is out there, how God can take someone from the you know, disaster uh, to, uh, to where uh, they are lifted up and exalted in Scripture uh, as being a person with virtue. Uh, so, um, you know who is a great role model uh, for a mother uh, and to our young women? Uh, Bathsheba. Uh, and, uh, and it seems kind of odd to say that, and, uh, and, and perhaps uh, even to do so with a little bit of caution and clarification. Uh, but, uh, uh, you know, uh, God is a God of second chances. God is a gracious God. Uh, he is, uh, is long-suffering towards us. Uh, he, has, he puts up with a whole lot. So I'm thankful uh, for Proverbs 31 uh, in uh, being in Scripture. And, uh, and uh, if you're to go to read down through, look at verse number 10 uh, tonight. We'll read uh, some of these. It says, Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. The heart of her husband doth safely trust in her so that he shall have no need of spoil. Uh, she will do him good and not evil all the days of, of, of her life. Uh, she seeketh wool, flax, and worketh willingly with her hands. She is like a merchant's ships. Uh, she bringeth uh, her food from afar. She riseth also while it is yet night and giveth meat to her household and portion to her maidens. She considereth a field and buyeth it. With the fruit of her hands she planteth the vineyard. She girdeth her loins with strength and strengtheneth her arms. She perceiveth that her merchandise is good. Her candle goeth not out but uh, by night. She layeth her hands to the spindle, and her hands uh, hold the distaff. She stretcheth out her hand to the poor. Uh, yea, she reaches forth her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of, of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. She maketh herself covering of tapestry. Uh, her clothing is silk and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sitteth among the elders of the land. She maketh fine linen and selleth it, and delivereth girdles unto the merchant. Strength and honor are her clothing, and she shall rejoice in the time to come. She openeth her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue is the law of kindness. She looketh well to the ways of her household, and eateth not the bread of idleness. Her children arise up and call her blessed. Her husband also praiseth her. Uh, many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. Favor is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands and their own works. Praise her in the gate. So not only does God say uh, she's a virtuous woman, uh, but that she excels uh, all of them. Uh, Bathsheba, uh, the mother uh, of Lemuel, Samuel, 
but what are some of the vital behaviors? We really talk about one or two of uh, the other ladies, but uh, there's a bunch that we read about uh, in Proverbs 31. Uh, one is about faith. Uh, I think that we need to point uh, our young women to uh, role models that exhibit faith. Uh, Hannah, uh, of course, did in our earlier example, uh, but here we find in, in uh, chapter number 31 uh, a woman who loved God and had faith and, uh, and, uh, and taught her children and had virtue. Uh, and the Bible says that her price is far above rubies. She was a nurturing uh, woman. Uh, we read much of what she's done for her household and how she loves her husband. Uh, and even uh, in marriage and the things that uh, it says that her heart of her husband doth uh, safely trust in her. Uh, you know, uh, often uh, in life when, uh, when uh, a relationship or marriage begins uh, with, uh, with infidelity and these types of things, uh, their trust is a very difficult commodity to come by. Um, but, but here's, here's uh, uh, some good news. It can be come by. Uh, and uh, David's heart was safely uh, trusted uh, in, in her. Uh, we find health both in how she fed and, uh, and uh, her family and, and took care of them. Uh, we find her service as a virtue, uh, uh, her service to God, her service to her family. Uh, we find uh, that she was a good steward, uh, industrious. Uh, she was, uh, are you ready, a keeper at home. Uh, that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Uh, and we need we need more uh, we need more um, especially in our churches uh, an understanding of God's ideals and what's good. Uh, ladies, you ever uh, you ever get upset when somebody um, if they uh, if they ask you do you work or do you stay at home? Uh, and uh, uh, if uh, uh, those ought to be fighting words for you, by the way, uh, yeah, just set set them straight. Uh, and uh, the the fact of the matter is is uh, most stay at home moms. Uh, uh, work way harder uh, than uh, everybody else. Uh, that she was a keeper at home. She was diligent. The Bible talks about uh, her beauty, uh, both, of course, outward beauty, uh, but a spiritual beauty uh, that her children would rise up and call her blessed and her husband also. Uh, many daughters have done virtuously, but thou uh, excellest them all. Uh, so what we need uh, are role models. Uh, and, and you can find them uh, all over the place, uh, role models that perhaps aren't in Scripture, uh, but I think the safest place to find them are in the Bible. I think the, the next safest place to find them is in the local church. Uh, and, uh, and you say, well, uh, I know a lot of people in church that aren't good role models. That's true. Uh, and uh, somebody might, by the way, think that of you. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and so uh, always be mindful uh, that uh, that. Uh, opinions are many, uh, so um, uh, be careful. Uh, but uh, I think in the local church, we have here in our church a lot of great role models. Miss Halfaday is not here tonight, uh, and uh, because of uh, being at home, she's probably listening. Uh, and uh, let me check uh, just to make sure uh, she is, uh, so I can talk about her. You know, she isn't because this went off. Let me talk about her for a second. Uh, and uh, Miss Halfaday uh, is a great role model. Uh, she, she, uh, faithful, her faithfulness to the Lord uh, and uh, over all these years. And uh, when we first got here uh, to Washington, 
Uh, she, of course, her husband Bob was alive then, and uh, and we would uh, we would always spend time with them and uh, in fellowship and just different things. And uh, and I've I've given testimony for the first three and a half years uh, while her husband uh, was alive. Uh, every Sunday they would take our family out to dinner. Just loved on us. I've always been uh, like a, a kid to her and uh, my children. When we first got here, Jordan uh, would. Uh, um, he would just love to push Brother Bob in his wheelchair. And uh, so he would do that. And, uh, and, uh, but Miss Affidays, she's been there. Uh, and uh, just all, she's just a great example. Today she even uh, gave a vehicle uh, to the church that we'll be able to give away. And, uh, and, uh, and that's just how she is. So we can point people to uh, grandmas in our church like Mrs. Affidate. Uh, but there's some that, uh, that aren't in their 90s. Uh, and uh, that have lived for the Lord and, uh, and have loved their families. And uh, we, can, we can point our young people uh, to, to them, honoring them, uh, but then learning from them uh, as much as, as we can. So tonight, I just wanted to point out four uh, from the Bible uh, that we can look to uh, as examples. And then challenge you. Uh, one, I think, I think you ought to be an example. I think you ought to strive in your life uh, as a mother, uh, as a father, uh, as well, dads, you're not off the hook tonight, uh, to, uh, to be a good role model. Uh, that means uh, being a Christian, uh, living for the Lord, uh, and uh, uh, here, there, and everywhere, uh, and just being uh, the light and salt that God wants you to be, uh, and knowing that somebody uh, is watching you. Uh, I remember, well, uh, I'll use this example, and then I'll, I'll wrap it up. Uh, I, I preached last year or year before uh, and gave a, an illustration about someone uh, that, uh, that um, I had promised to go on a motorcycle ride with. And I didn't go on that motorcycle ride with them. And, and that was like 13 years or I don't know what it was. Uh, well, it wasn't that long as I didn't have my, have my motorcycle. But it's been several years since I've had my motorcycle, and it was like in the first year that I had it. Uh, and uh, so I said, hey, maybe we'll go on a, uh, on a motorcycle ride. And, uh, and I didn't go on that ride. And then uh, subsequently there was some kind of thing that had come up, uh, and, uh, and that guy let me have it uh, about just stuff. And, and what he said to me was, he says, I used to look up to you. And what had, what had squandered my influence with that individual uh, was simply forgetting um, uh, a commitment that I had made, which, by the way, um, to some people, that's a promise. So when you tell somebody you're going to do something and you don't follow through with it, uh, it is a big uh, hit uh, on your integrity uh, as a person. Uh, and uh, so I, I apologized and uh, didn't, uh, you know, know that that in fact had happened. Uh, but because I didn't go on that motorcycle ride, uh, he pretty much looked at everything that I had done for years and years and years with a super critical eye, um, thinking that I wasn't a man of my word and, and other types of things. Uh, and, uh, and I had no idea, I had no idea that he looked up to me in the first place. Uh, but then to find all that uh, out was devastating. My point being this, uh, is that every one of you in here uh, is a role model in the fact that somebody uh, is looking up to you, all right? Uh, and being a short man, uh, I appreciate it uh, when people tell me that they're looking up to me. Uh, and, uh, but um, you, people, people are. Everybody has somebody who is following them and in, 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 uh, somebody is watching you. Uh, somebody is, is watching your behavior. 
Uh, they are looking at the decisions you make and the things you do, the places you go, uh, and they're doing so uh, because, uh, because perhaps even someone had told them to. Uh, and to, uh, to, to look to them as an example. So I want you to think about, one, you need to be an example, and then think about uh, that uh, somebody is watching you uh, and that you endeavor to be the right kind of person uh, and role model for others. Uh, Hannah was a great one, uh, a uh, lady who was a praying, uh, praising, proclaiming mother, uh, Jochebed, uh, and her thinking outside of the box and resourcefulness is a wonderful example uh, of, uh, of a love, a selfless uh, love uh, for her son, uh, Moses, Eunice. Uh, she just, she taught her children uh, and taught them the word of God and it served them well. Uh, and, uh, and God placed in scripture uh, Eunice and her mom uh, as examples uh, of, uh, that are wonderful for us to follow. And then that virtuous woman uh, in uh, Proverbs chapter number 31, a litany uh, of things that we can uh, 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 appropriate in our own life uh, and uh, that people can look uh, to see uh, an example, something uh, to be uh, imitated uh, in our life. So today for Mother's Day and, and looking at uh, Hannah and her life and, uh, and uh, these role models tonight, I hope that we can take away something from these moms uh, that uh, will help us uh, serve the Lord a little bit better. Let's all stand with our uh, heads bowed tonight and our eyes closed. And we're going to have our invitation time this evening. You can make an altar uh, there at home uh, as well uh, and to pray. Uh, let's pray. Let's pray for our moms tonight. Uh, if you're here today, uh, you have a mom, all right? Uh, so you pray for your mom tonight. Just bring her before the Lord, maybe uh, thanking God for her or uh, praying for a specific need uh, that they have. Maybe your mom is not saved. Uh, you should bring her before the Lord tonight. Uh, and let's pray for our moms and grandmas. And, uh, and, uh, and if you are a mom uh, here this evening, uh, why don't you uh, hone in on one of those character traits uh, from one of these ladies listed tonight and say, I'm going to be better uh, and I'm going to focus on doing this thing. Uh, there are a bunch of them, uh, but why don't you to start with one, identify one vital behavior uh, and then set out uh, to be uh, faithful uh, in that area tonight. As panel begins to play, if, if God's spoken to your heart, let's just spend a minute in prayer tonight uh, over these things uh, and just commit. Uh, dads, again, you're not off the hook. Uh, there are many character traits uh, of these uh, uh, ladies uh, that we need to appropriate in our own life. We need to pray more and praise God more, uh, be uh, more resourceful and, and think outside of the box in ways that we can, uh, we can help our, uh, our children uh, and to, uh, and to uh, teach them discipline and, uh, and teach them the Word of God uh, and, of course, many virtues that we can appropriate as Christians that uh, we read about in Proverbs 31 that aren't just for women, uh, but they're for, for all of us.